Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Wild college football playoff semifinals last night. Two one-score games. Alabama-Michigan goes to overtime where Alabama wins. And, of course, you have Washington and Texas where Texas Tries to make a furious comeback in the fourth quarter. It falls just short. Literally fourth and goal with one second left. And Washington defends the end zone. They come away as winners. So we get Michigan and we get Washington. The real Hollywood story here is Washington. They are the better story. But Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines are going to get all the oxygen because they always do. And it bothers me, Perloff, because Jim Harbaugh has been suspended twice this year. He has consistently flirted with the NFL. I think he is going to leave for the NFL this offseason. All credit to the players of Michigan. This has nothing to do with them. But we should be more focused on Washington, yet it's going to be the Jim Harbaugh celebration. Like, ugh, that forgive me, but that makes me a little sick. Well, the one thing about Jim Harbaugh, the first suspension was for breaking uh, recruiting rules and all these things with the NCAA. Let's be honest about this. If Jim Harbaugh wasn't so adamant about players getting paid, I don't know if the NCAA comes after him. So I think... Well, that was a self-imposed ban, don't forget. Yeah, well, whatever, because NCAA has been trailing him. Honestly, I think... People like Harbaugh because he got suspended by the NCAA because anyone in, who is a rational football mind dislikes the NCAA. So let's start with that. I mean, the, they are a corrupt organization, and they're coming after Harbaugh for pushing these rules on sort of practice sites and all this crap. Nobody cares about that. Yeah. Now, sign ceiling is legit. I understand. But then again, like, do we hate Belichick? Yeah, a lot of people call him a cheater even now. Okay, that's a fair <laughs> point. I mean, But Jim Harbaugh is such a character, and it's going back. Listen, he was... He had that all that happened in San Francisco could have been a successful Super Bowl winning coach, but his personality was so abrasive that he sort of got his way out of San Francisco, then was losing at Michigan, was going to be on the hot seat, and came back as now three straight college football playoffs. Then last night, they get out there for the college football playoff and they look like they're not ready at all. No. They basically can't even do the most basic special teams play, come back and win. They're by far more interesting in some weird way. Washington should be a great story, and they are, and they're actually more fun to watch because they're such a high-flying offense. But Michigan is a dream school for this. There's just so much drama around them. So much drama. Last night, if you're Alabama, you got to be sick. The final play of the game on the Alabama side was Jalen Milrow, who is an adventure to watch. I mean, he's been like that all season. It's like the no, 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 yes, but sometimes it's no, 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 no. Uh, Last night... It was the offensive line could not get on the same page. Multiple low snaps kind of disrupted the flow for Milrow. And, you know, his legs are the best weapon, but not when you're running directly into the teeth of the Michigan defensive line, which is stellar. And that's what the final play was. A low snap 
uh, you know, three yards away from the end zone in overtime, and he runs right into the defense, yeah. and it was game over. Uh, you know, I'm a big Jalen Milrow fan. Yeah. As as it was pointed out last night, people who interview him, he's just at a ama- he's a lot like Bryce Young. Like he's uh, got a hundred percent Q rating. He's so likable. He's so cool. I am excited for Jalen Milrow. I hope he comes back. I hope Saban comes back. I think they could be. I mean, they're going to be no lower than two coming into next year. They're they're stacked. Uh, they're Alabama, for God's sake. So I think Jalen Milrow is going to come back and have a chance to redeem himself here because you saw Alabama. Alabama sh- probably should have won that game. They're definitely kicking themselves now. So I hope this is, like Jim Harbaugh, just a chapter in the story and not the end of the story for Jalen Milrow in Alabama well, because they're going to be kicking themselves, as you said earlier in the show, for that final series. Oh, they should be. I mean, and you know, Saban, I think that this is going to be it. I, there's something about this team that I think he felt really overachieved. I mean, hell, they did. Uh, you benched Jalen Milrow in September. Now you're in the college football playoff, you know, beating Auburn, beating Georgia. I do think that he believed that maybe this is one of his finest coaching moments, and well, this could be a ride off into the sunset. He and Belichick both together, these guys who are these great friends, this could be the final seasons for both. I don't know if benching is an appropriate term. I think he did want to give Buckner and Simpson a shot to see, hey, maybe there's lightning in a bottle here. He didn't Bench him for poor play. I think he was. I think it was a three-way battle in August, and they, he didn't really know who won it. So I think he wanted to see the other guys. Well, okay. I mean, listen. And also, too, I mean, I'm sorry. Like that was not a fine moment for for Belichick and Reese, and by any means, I think that was a mistake. It may have been, or whatever you want to call it. I mean, I don't know when the guy's starting and then he takes a seat. I think that it's a benching. Whatever. I think that I think Saban is being honest when he says that he's more proud of this group than any than any group he's coached because yes, they're Alabama, but they were not this juggernaut. I mean, it took the miracle of all miracles to beat Auburn in the Iron Bowl, literally a, a play called Grave Digger, and then the Georgia game, you know, was was great for them. So, to me. You got to be sick because Michigan just consistently left the door open for you to take that game. And all accounts and everything we've we've seen from Alabama, they take that game. Like when the opponent gives it to you, Alabama usually takes it. And this time they couldn't. So now Michigan moves on. Yeah, I mean, you're right. It's definitely a t- But it's, then again, I understand why Saban was chill afterwards because it, it really felt like a little bit of kind house zen. money. This There's year? nothing more that he can do for the legacy. I mean, the legacy's set. No, I mean, this season was oh, okay. a little bit of house money. I Honestly, it doesn't feel like they blew anything. I, am, am I wrong? Maybe last yesterday they blew that game yeah, a little bit. they had a lead bit. in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they definitely blew that game a little bit, and there's certain moments. But it doesn't feel like this season, like Bryce Young was a Heisman winner, and he didn't get to the title game. I yeah. mean, he didn't win the title game. So right. that was blown. Yeah, but you this had a lead with four money. minutes left to go. I mean, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Alabama wins that game. I feel like our our whole lives with Nick Saban, Alabama, generally wins that game. I mean, Alabama had the ball driving up seven midway through the fourth quarter yeah. when Miro has the fumble. I mean, if they go down and get a field goal, game's over. Yeah. And, and it looked like they, that, that was about to happen. Michigan's defense started to look a little shaky at that point in time. Well, I mean, Michigan turned around and did nothing with that play, though. Yeah, but the momentum from Alabama's offense, they never got back in gear after that fumble. That fumble happened, and that was pretty much the end of Alabama's offense, except for one play that got them, a Milrow run, got them near the goal line in overtime, and then they couldn't get to to finish in the end zone. Milrow just continues to go backwards too often. You know, you're watching him play, and he just is retreating, retreating. Now he took five sacks in the first half and cleaned that up in the second half. But overall, you feel like Alabama let one slip away because Michigan was basically just holding the door open for them to take it. Now, the flip side, 
If you want to talk about what people are going to be saying at the water cooler this morning about the Washington-Texas game, I think a lot of fans are going to be saying, if I don't have a quarterback for my NFL team, I want Michael Penix. He has been excellent uh, for most of the season. He throws that beautiful pass. Like, this is somebody who unfortunately has an injury history with two knee injuries and a shoulder injury, and he's, you know, older. He's does six years of college. But I think you look at Penix and you think, wow, I, you start drooling about what he could be at the next level if he can be healthy. Yeah, it reminds me a little of Joe Burrow in the sense that uh, I think Joe Burrow was older, uh, yep. had had a mixed career. Penix was actually probably more consistent earlier than Burrow was. He was a star at first. So I think uh, you can do enough in the college football playoff to convince the NFL, hey, you're a surefire thing. Because Burrow did that, and look, he's great now. Still, it's such a loaded quarterback class. I don't quite think Penix jumps the other guys. I think it's a little bit like the NBA. They're going to look at him and say, well, you know what? He's going to be 24, so he would have been the, that superstar. Caleb Williams is 21. He has more room to grow. So I, I think I still think he comes in probably fourth, but that could be the fifth overall pick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, we yeah. know what the draft process does. I mean, I was talking to Boomer Esiason earlier today. He's doing the show down the hall, a former lefty quarterback who was an MVP of the league, who said his 11-inch hands is what's going to put people over oh, the yeah. edge. And you're a big hands guy when it oh, comes to the combine. It's huge. Also, can we talk about the fact that that dude looks so unflappable? Yeah. He is the coolest, calmest Quarterback, except for when he almost threw up at the end of the, uh, <laughs> the Apple uh, watch Cup. It. Yeah, the end of the <laughs> Apple Cup. But he is he he exudes calm for that offense. They never look like they're rushing or panicking or anything, which will be a big factor. They're the underdogs against Michigan, but I wouldn't. It's hard to bet against Penix. It feels a little Joe Burrowish. Yeah, I mean, but Burrow uh, Burrow didn't have the baggage of the injuries, but then got to the NFL and immediately got injured. In yeah, his that's rookie true. Year well, Burrow had the baggage injured. of not being good, though. That was, I mean, he lost the lost the quarterback battle to Haskins at Ohio State. Then he was average until Joe Brady came along. So, and the other thing, too, about Penix, uh, you do have the question, are those receivers just so good that Penix is looking better? He could throw those 40-yard sort of loopy air balls and Roma Dunze and all the, and Polk come down with the ball. So that's another thing in the NFL is going to say, wait, is it him or the receivers? Well, you'd think that you, you're having NFL caliber receivers. So they should be able to make those catches. I mean, last night they were incredible. You're talking about Polk and Adunze. I mean, over 100 yards receiving. They're amazing. And it's like, do we have to just stop making Washington these underdogs? Have we not learned our lesson here? <laughs> no. I mean, clearly not, right? Because we're going to talk up Michigan and it's all going to be about Michigan and Harbaugh and all of that when I feel like the real story, the really great story is here staring us in the face. It's the, it's the story of Washington. It's the story of, in the last year of the Pac-12, having a team that could win the title here. I mean, what a sad irony, I guess, that would be. Or, I don't know, you're the writer here. You, you'll probably have a better, <laughs> better word than I would for the Pac-12 potentially winning the last college football playoff of four teams a year right as the, the conference gets burnt to dust. It's pure comedy. Isn't it? It's so funny. I mean, because Pac-12, you know, they're not going away because of the universe. They're going away because of so many incompetent moves over the last 10 years. They deserve every second of this. Uh, it is amazing. Yeah, in some reason, you've, you make a great case for Washington, and you're right. We should be rooting for Washington to be the story. I'm sorry. I'm just a sucker. Michigan is the story. And you know it. Come on, Connor Stallions? The dude wear a fake mustache. <laughs> Meanwhile, dude's at the game yesterday. I mean, just thumb in the nose of everybody who thought that this was a really serious scandal. 855 212 4CBS. 855 212 
888-346-9144-227. Sean's our pal in Oregon. Sean, how you doing, pal? Hey, how was your New Year's, everybody? Great. Fantastic. Five pounds heavier. How about you? It wasn't bad. Ball games were a little disappointing. And Perloff, America's rooting against Michigan. Thank you. You know, that, mm. that story, we, we want to see that. That's great that he makes it to the top because we want to see him lose. Yeah, it's good for ratings. Going to make the fall even sweeter. Sean, thank you. Lost you there. I forget. Is Sean an Oregon fan? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a doctor fan. So, by what you were saying earlier in the show that you think Saban's done, uh, our, our buddy Dennis Dodd said if, if, if Saban is done, Dan Landing is the hot prospect. They're going to offer millions and millions of dollars. And obviously, Bo Doesn't Nix, Oregon pay him millions and millions of dollars? I think <laughs> Alabama can pay more. And then Bo Nix, of course, played his final game, another bunch of touchdowns. <laughs> Amazing. Yep. Love Bo Nix. But that feels like a pretty natural transition because Oregon's going to the Big Ten, losing their quarterback. I can see Dan Lanning fitting in very nicely in Alabama. Sorry. Sorry, Eugene. I love no, you. No, I, I know you love him. Listen, maybe this is going to end up making me look real stupid. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, we're gonna be wearing wearing a wrestling singlet. So I know, and and every time you mention it, and I mention it, or Proloff mentions it, the reality of this just sinks in a little bit more that you and I lost this bet about Michigan. This is not why why I'm rooting against them. By the way, I'm not really rooting against them, but I don't think Harbaugh is like this great Hollywood story. But because Michigan won, EJ and I have to wear a wrestling singlet at a to be determined date. Um, Dan Lanning did say. I'm staying. Now, many coaches have said that and lied directly into the camera, lied to their players. I don't know why, but I bought it with Lanning. Yeah, it could be. No, absolutely. Uh, he's got a great thing going in Oregon. Why would you leave? I, I love Oregon. I If I could coach anywhere, that would be my spot. Well, also, you're going to the Big Ten, So, but that's like the Big Ten, the SEC, like you're in the top two conferences here. And, well, and they're going to 12 teams, so exactly. you have some you have some breathing room. You don't have to be perfect. Actually, who did they – did they get a quarterback? Yeah, they've been all over the transfer portal. I can't remember who they ended up with. Uh, but, the, yeah, they're going to be fine. I agree with you. There is reason to stay at Oregon. But you got to admit, Alabama, where he was, he was a great yeah. recruiter reportedly at Alabama. I, I don't know. That just makes so much sense. And if you're Alabama, he would probably be my number one choice. So Dylan Gabriel and Dante Moore yeah, yeah, yeah. both going loaded. to Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Like, the dudes were doing a great job recruiting right. in Oregon, too. I totally forgot about that. Uh, yeah, th- that is a good spot. But then again, Alabama is still Alabama. You know there's a magic. They're, the Dallas Cowboys are the sport. So if I'm Dan Lanning and, and Alabama calls, if Saban calls me personally, that being said, if you want to believe people, there are a lot of people saying Saban is, is still energized and ready to go. He doesn't look – how old is he, 72? Yeah, something like that. He seems pretty energized to me. He doesn't seem like he's uh, like Bobby Bowden at the end of Florida State. I feel like he is – still has a lot left and they're going to be really good if he stays. No, I get it. I, I just got this sort of last, not last dance vibes with Saban, but I think there, this could be a natural ending for him just because he's saying he's most proud of this coaching job. Like yeah. that he, and maybe this is BS or coach speak or whatever, but I think this really showed off his coaching chops this year. Yeah. Now, but, but he's also, he's Nick Saban. He has nothing else to do. And next year, it's going to be a lot easier. I mean, you still have Georgia sitting there, but there's nobody. Everyone, all the other good teams are falling apart. I mean, he's got a great chance to win another title. What about Texas? Now well, Texas is, yeah, I mean, there's Texas and Georgia. That's it. Who else has, is real? Unless what about LSU? JJ, 
Well, Daniels is gone. I know, but they how no. was it? Nussmeyer he looked pretty good. Oh come on! <laughs> I'm just saying they need to get a better defense. I, I just think, I think this really year. Good. I mean, Ohio State can't find a quarterback. They look terrible in their bowl game. I just think there's a lot of. I think Michigan, if Harbaugh leaves, I just think there's a lot of reasons to look at next year and say, "Ooh, this is a great chance." They have a lot of good players coming back. I, I think Nick Saban's an opportunist, and I think he's not going to turn away from this team. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Okay, big takeaways from last night, which is I think Alabama feels pretty sick because they had their shot. Michigan was basically saying, take the game. And when, you know, Perloff says that, you know, Saban, he's correct, you know, felt proud. And you also saying Saban felt very proud of that effort. I mean, he really shouldn't. Let's be real. I mean, Alabama left a lot on the table. They did not execute in the passing game. Um, Once they finally started running the ball, they finally figured the game out. But again, they had the game in their hands and they let it go. To see Saban go up there and say, well, despite all that, I feel proud. That just... Doesn't that doesn't sound like the heart of a of a tiger? That doesn't sound like someone who's a lion ready to go out there and rip somebody to shreds again. I mean, the old Nick Saban would have said, "We made too many mistakes. We screwed this up, and it's unfortunate." And I'm gonna be on these guys' ass all spring about how we messed this up. Right. I, I, that Saban we saw yesterday after that loss just isn't the same guy. Again, good, bad, or indifferent. I actually kind of like this Saban, but if there is something afoot in terms of what his future is. That would be my biggest tell was how he handled that loss and tried to treat it as if this was some, you know, great fairy tale story. It's Alabama. Yeah. They got five stars all over the place. Yeah. I mean, they got NFL players on that defense and they're giving up late drives to win. They're giving up an easy touchdown in overtime. That was not an effort to be proud of. Wait, yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't blame the, ball. the defense. But uh, you guys, I, I feel a show back coming on. Saban I in or out? I think Saban's back. And you guys Man, clearly think we he's just gone. lost. Yeah, I can't, a, I can't we do this just right now. lost an Alabama bet, right and now, now EJ and I have to wear wrestling singlets during a show. I yeah, can't I, bet on Alabama. Again, I, I tell you, we? everything you guys are saying makes sense. I don't know why. I just feel like Saban's coming back well, because guys don't walk away from good teams. It's hard to do, especially older coaches. No, I get that, but I think like the I think that Saban is taking this sort of thirty thousand foot view. Where to EJ's point, I don't think he does that. College usually, football, Nick Saban. Yeah, I I don't think Nick Saban. First of all, the the argument for him staying is very obvious. Like Nick Saban is Nick Saban. Like the, the guy, all he does is coach. I know he's had some interest in TV and ESPN over the years, but he just doesn't feel like he's losing his fastball to me. I first of all, there was a game about three weeks ago where he took a tight end. I thought he was going to punch him. I really <laughs> thought he was going to punch him. You Thank think God he's he lost yeah, his intensity? I, I don't see it at all. I, I think he's still right there. I think there's one thing, though, that we're missing in terms of why he may want to leave. you got to expand the college football playoff. Uh, Which Alabama, I think is good, actually. You think that's bad? For him, it is, yeah, because now he's got to win, what, three, four games to win a national championship? This is not—Alabama's had the luxury like they had this year of being Alabama, where they could lose a game, not win their conference. No, they lost those two road games last year and and got knocked out. No, I know, that was last year, but in a lot of these years, they could, again, not win their conference, not not be the number one team or whatever, and they find a way to get in because they're Alabama. Well, guess what? Now everybody's going to get in, and then you're going to have to play everybody. Look at these games yesterday. These are one-score games. Right. Yeah. You're playing college football games. It's not going to be walkover. Yeah, well, I, I think that's that attractive. Anymore. How can you walk away knowing that you'd have the postseason? He's going to be sitting on his couch watching Alabama in this 12-team playoff against Missouri and just say, oh, man, I could have been there. No, I think that's attractive to come back for that playoff. It's a much harder road. It's a much harder road. They didn't make the Final Four. They didn't make the playoffs the last two years. It's a much easier road at least to make the postseason. No, yeah. but at the same time, 
Alabama's had a luxury in a lot of these years to only have to win two games and and not have to go through a, a gauntlet to get to the national championship game. And in many cases, they were able again not to have to win their conference or not have to uh, you know you know they were they got a lot of situation where they got a lot of home cooking when it came to the rankings. I totally no, they get benefit said, of the doubt. No I doubt. totally disagree yeah. with you. I totally. I completely disagree. I think the fact that they're almost guaranteed a playoff trip is reason for Nick Saban to come back. You think he's going to want to sit there at home and watch him play in this the first ever 12th team playoff? That's a great luxury for him. I think this is the poll question, and at Maggie and Pearl is on Twitter, where is it? does the 12-team playoff make it more appealing or less appealing for Nick Saban to return? 855-212-4CBS. I think it's his last year. I think we're watching this. The lighter Nick Saban. I mean, come on. When have we ever seen that? Meanwhile, I think Harbaugh's also going to be gone because they get to the college football championship game now, win or lose, like, he's done it. And this makes it a lot easier to leave Michigan now that he's at least broken through and gotten to the championship game. He's done what? Gotten to the actual title game? Gotten to the title game. Oh, couldn't come on. do it the last three times. Yeah, but I mean, he's got to win it to complete the mission, right? I don't think so. 855-212-4CBS. Taking your phone calls on the college football playoff semifinals on the future of the two coaches and Harbaugh and Saban. It is Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Maggie and I do not see these coaches on the same page at all. No, I I think Nick Saban's coming back, and we just had a pretty intense argument for us. Jim Harbaugh is not satisfied by getting to the national title game. What what does that do for your legacy? Jim Harbaugh thinks of him as an all, himself as an all time coach, like you know Bo Schembechler and Woody Hayes and all these guys. He needs to win a title. Who cares about getting to a title game? I think he's been looking for a way out and been flirting with the NFL for the last few seasons. Slash interviewing. (laughs) Slash literally interviewing on National Signing Day and stuff like that at different NFL teams. I think that the NCAA investigation is not complete into the recruiting violations and also the sign-stealing scandal. So he's already served a six-game suspension last uh, this current season, which is why I don't understand how this is like some Hollywood story here with Jim Harbaugh. Like, wow, let's all throw bouquets at his feet. I mean, the guy's been suspended twice this season. Like, the players deserve all the credit. I'm not taking anything away from them, but, like, I don't see this as some great story. The, well, no, the Washington Huskies story is the great story here. No, it's throwing bouquets at a coach whose special teams can't catch a punt. I mean, they, they did not look like a well-coached team <laughs> yeah, yesterday. and your by son any is means. the special teams coach. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think Jay any— Harbaugh. I think everyone was saying, oh, that's interesting and funny that Jim Harbaugh got there. I don't think anyone said, wow, what a great coaching job yesterday. Be- no, but I think that when Michigan turned, like, full heel, there were a lot of people who thought, wow, Jim Harbaugh is getting un fairly sort of singled out here. Doesn't everybody steal signs and all that and thought it was a little overkill that the Big Ten decided to suspend him for three games. And so they became a little bit of like a, I don't say martyrs, but they became. But they have, right. People are saying. Us against the world. Right. People are saying they have grit now or they've overcome adversity. Ignoring the fact that the adversity was self-created. Yes, exactly. No, that's all true. That's all true. But I don't think people are throwing bouquets at Harbaugh's feet. Honestly, I think the fact that he has Michigan uh, in the Final Four every year is an incredible achievement because they were never like that before. But I, I just think that he's just uh, he's in his own category. He's eclectic. He's weird. 
He says things that no other coach says. He's intense. Uh, I think either you like him or you don't like him. I don't think any of these details matter. I think him getting to the college football championship game is enough for him to then say, I'm going to go to the NFL. Well, he lost in the Super Bowl uh, when he was the Niners coach. They lost to the Ravens. And if he lost his titles game, I don't think he feels satisfied going out on a loss. I think especially if it's a loss like Alabama loss, it'd be quite frustrating. I kind of, you've kind of convinced me that he's NFL bound, but I do think if they lose this game and JJ McCarthy says, I want to come back, it's going to at least be tempting to him because I I think he thinks he can win a national title. And I think he's not going to go to the Chargers or the Raiders and win a Super Bowl anytime soon. I think this is his best shot to come away a champion. Well, this is his best shot. I think coming back next year because if JJ McCarthy comes back, like I, I mean, don't. they're tied to yeah. That's that's a big deal. I know McCarthy hasn't been perfect, but I do think Michigan coming back with JJ McCarthy and a lot of other big t- Ohio State looked terrible in their bowl game. I think this is a great opportunity. Twelve team playoff. He knows he's going to be in the playoff. I, I think. It's interesting. I don't know. Are you going to have that good of a defensive line? Are you going to have? Gonna this, are you going to have Blake Corum? Like, there's a lot of things going right here for Michigan. The offensive line, just having the quarterback come back. By the way, did you see Harbaugh yesterday? Said that JJ McCarthy is the best quarterback the Michigan's ever had. Now he did go on and say, of course, Tom Brady. Yeah. is the greatest of all time, and J.J. has a lot of winning to do to catch up with Tom, but saying that J.J. has had the best college career well, of def- any Michigan quarterback. Obviously, he's had a better one than Brady. Than Brady, of course. Brady didn't even start by the end. I mean, he did start at the end, but yeah, that's... I mean, I think the argument would be, I don't know how Harbaugh was, but was he better than Harbaugh? I don't think so. Because it hasn't been, it hasn't been a great run. Who are the great Michigan quarterbacks? Well, I think that's... It's almost like a... It's Harbaugh, Brady, um, the guy with the shoelaces was awesome. What's a <laughs> help me out? Who's the the Denard Robinson? Henson. Uh yeah, no, I, I think that could be that could be fact, right? I think he's right. Yeah. But he's, it's just funny because you have Tom Brady there, so like why even you know, Tom Brady is the best, the greatest. And Chad Henney uh, had a good career. Yeah, it's not a great list. Isn't, isn't Chad Henney lost Appalachian State, though, right? So, uh, J.J. McCarthy's fifth all-time in most of the stats here behind Henny, Elvis Gerbach, Devin Gardner, and um, John Navarre. That's not exactly murderer's row. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you have it. Uh, quickly, Kayvon is in Baltimore, wants to talk about the other coach Harbaugh. That'd be John Harbaugh and the Ravens locked up the number one seed. Hey, Kayvon, how are you? Hey, how you doing, Maggie? Thanks, thanks for having having my call. I know I was falling over dinosaurs, so I couldn't couldn't get to the phone call earlier. But um, yeah, I wanted to just talk about Lamar and how he kind of limited um limited his uh, MVP status a long time ago for me. Um, it was a uh, one, it was like one a couple of months ago, uh, about three months ago. He was well, two months ago, excuse me. He was uh by my job. Um, I work at a pharmaceutical at um Catalan um, yeah. here in Baltimore. Yeah. And uh, he was he came to the Seven Eleven. I wasn't there, but I came about two minutes, literally, right after he left. And the the the, the store the store um the store worker she knows me well. Uh, she came to me. I mean, ecstatic that he came and he 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 hugged her. He took a picture with her. And I'm just saying, it's the humil- it's the humility for me that he uh, he was just there and he just took a picture with her. Had his chain, let her let her wear the chain. And Wait, Kayvon, what was the order? What'd he get? Huh? What'd what he get? Yeah, what'd he I, buy I at the 7-Eleven? 
she said he got a bunch of candy. You know, he's a, he's still he's still only twenty six. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his metabolism can take the candy. I know, Kayvon. Yeah, you know, so. <laughs> thank you for that that update. And very jealous about professional athletes and the amount of candy they can eat. I mean, Marshawn Lynch basically yeah. survived on Skittles. DK Metcalf, yeah. big candy guy. I know, he's big built like patch, a dude. God. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson, man it, of the people. Lamar Jackson is twenty six, right? Twenty six went Heisman Trophy winner. Has anyone ever said a negative word about him as a person in the entire run of Lamar Jackson? Well, no one said a negative word as a person, but that whole contract situation got pretty sticky this offseason. Oh, yeah. Remember that? But everybody who's met him is always like, oh, I've met him a couple times at different things. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the sweetest person. Well, I mean, and that, yeah. was, that was just business. But, man, how silly would it have looked if Baltimore, I mean, they already played hardball. If they had somehow let him go, even for two first-round picks, There's he a- would have looked like the dumbest franchise in the history of the earth, and they're not. There's some revisionist history. People are looking back on that and saying everybody knew what was going on all along, that Baltimore was going to match any offer out there. They were just trying to negotiate the best price. Maybe that's true, but in the meantime, they almost risked alienating a guy who's now going to be a two-time MVP. He, remember, did ask for a trade. Let's not forget that detail. And it got super ugly. That generally doesn't happen with guys who are MVPs, like it, why did it have to get that contentious when yeah. all these other dudes get paid? We also forgetting the fact that the NFL was working seemingly together with these NFL teams to avoid another fully guaranteed yeah. contract, which is why we had the loser franchises, you know, the, the Legion of Doom when it comes to loser franchises all coming out saying, oh, no, 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 we don't want Lamar Jackson, right. Washington Commanders, Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers. Like, these teams are too good for Lamar Jackson. They allowed the NFL and, and their efforts to quelch any more fully guaranteed contracts to screw themselves, basically. That being said. 100% agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad for Lamar he didn't end up at a Washington commander or an Atlanta Falcon for that <laughs> yeah, matter. Even for the guaranteed money. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, think, all I, that I think situation. the Falcon thing would have been awesome. I uh, think he would have been the next Mike Vick. Uh, I think that he has great weapons. Uh, you who, think, what do you I don't know. It, they it they, they drafted a lot of guys very high. Heineke and Desmond Ritter. You don't think they win four more games with Lamar? Yeah, maybe. But still, I, I do think that there's something about that Atlanta team that's had trouble kind of hitting that next level. Well, it looks like Arthur Smith I is mean, Washington, gone. Ritter. Washington would be a disaster because the ownership group and all the dysfunction and For all sure. the changes yeah, around Rivera. Is a, is a... But I'm not sure Atlanta's that different. I'm not sure Atlanta doesn't have some organizational dysfunction as well. You might be right about that. I mean, Arthur Blank hasn't necessarily been, you know... And just because they draft all these skill positions high up doesn't mean that they have great skill talent. I think there's no, a... exactly. I think it yeah. looks like a mistake. I mean, we all love Bijan Robinson, but... Like and that. Kyle Pitts, too. Kyle Pitts, is he, is he a he's weapon? He's gone. But we will never know as long as they have this coach and these scrub quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, definitely, honestly, you're, you're absolutely right. They probably win four more games with Lamar Jackson, but still, I'm glad he's in Baltimore for him and for the NFL. They are a competent franchise. Uh, Andrew Bogus is here. He's got headlines. Guys, the final few moments of our second CFP semifinal, as tight as the leotards EJ and Maggie have to wear, not this <laughs> week. Uh, Singlet, not leotards. Hard. Down six, Texas had four snaps from inside the Washington 15, but came away empty. Their season ending in the Sugar Bowl, 37-31. Quinn Ewers' final pass broken up by Elijah Jackson. Take a shot at the end zone, um, obviously, because if you fall short, like you said, the game's going to be over. So, um, you know, just was looking to give my guys an opportunity to go make a play. 
at the end of the day, um, you know, that's all you can really do. Texas playing catch-up all night long, down as many as 13 early in the fourth, but had the chance to win in the final moments. But it is Washington that wins its 21st consecutive game and gets to face Michigan for the national title. Monday night in Houston, the Wolverines won the first thriller of the day, 27-20 over Alabama in OT at the Rose Bowl. Just the second time in 110 granddaddies of them all that overtime was needed. Blake Corum scored the deciding point on the ground, but it was J.J. McCarthy throwing for three scores during regulation, including the tying points with 94 seconds left, leading to what Maggie just said from Jim Harbaugh. Against Alabama, I think the last quarterback to win in overtime against Alabama was none other than Tom Brady. And uh, I've said it before, but this is right here. This is is the greatest quarterback in University of Michigan football, college football history. And again, the qualifier at the end. uh, McCarthy's the best QB ever at Michigan. Tom Brady, the best (laughs) QB that went to Michigan. That's a good distinction there. Did you see, did you guys see, sorry, just going back to the first game, the Sean McDonough was doing play by play for Texas and uh, Washington on TV? Yeah. And he said uh, about Quinn Ewer's future. He's like, well, there might have been some thoughts about whether he would turn pro if he had a really good college football semifinal and championship game, but. Looks like he's going to be coming back. I was like, wow. damn. Why did he say that? <laughs> like, with 40 seconds to go. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like, sheesh. Well, that's actually. Sean, let him know. Totally. Wow. I, it's funny. I was watching the whole game saying, wow, is yours playing well enough to go straight? No. And I don't, but he was, he definitely wasn't bad. No, he made a couple really nice throws, but. Yeah, I, I thought he was, I thought he was pretty good, but it's such a funny offense too. Like they're running some sort of scheme. Like you don't get a sense of, I don't know, is it, is Quinn Ewers good or is Steve Sarkeesian good? I can never tell with that team. Anyway. It was very weird because they usually start games off uh, and there's a lot of data suggesting their scripting of the first 10 to 15 plays is usually absolutely money. And for whatever reason, I don't know if Ewers just had the yips or it was Sarkeesian and it didn't have it last night, but they started off just like it, like they didn't know what they were doing. They scored early. They scored it. They had a Not touchdown the drive. drive. They went three and out. Yeah, their second drive, they, they scored a touchdown. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, they lost their best player on offense, the running back. So, I, honestly, I, I think they were pretty good. That uh, At that end, the, the throw he made to the running back that they, that they reviewed, like yeah. he made a couple money throws. I'm, I'm into Quinn Ewers. I'm into him too, but and I do think he keeps Arch off off the field for another year, which he, is really weird. He probably does, and I think Arch probably sits behind him. Bogus, back to you, sir. Uh, you guys wouldn't do EJ the solid before. I'll do it here. OG Ananobi debuted seventeen point <laughs> six rebounds. The Knicks down the T Wolves yesterday, one twelve one oh six, and then RJ Barrett Emmanuel quickly combined for thirty three in the Raptors one twenty four one twenty one win over the Cavaliers. Like the rest of us, Barrett relieved to not be a Nick. Today was a lot of fun, man. Getting a, you know, getting a win, um, and just the way we started the game, like lots of energy uh, carried us out, you know, throughout the game. They made a push, they made a run, and and we were able to to, to stay strong and get the dub. So that was that was very important. Now, EJ, you hosted yesterday, right? Did you do three hours or just two <laughs> on this NBA trade? I actually didn't get to it, and I what? had it in the rundown. But I mean, look, a lot of people still upset about this Lions Cowboys refereeing scandal. Oh, yeah, oh, we oh, got updates geez. on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too, so by the I was way. that was we'll a lot of it. I would, I mean, I'm curious because I have always found it very confusing. I think we were arguing in the newsroom about four weeks ago, and you're telling me how great R.J. Barrett was, and now that he's gone, <laughs> he's not great anymore. Well, I didn't say he wasn't great. I'm just saying that they got a piece that they will now need eventually to compete in the playoffs. Oh, my God. Compete for what? Eventually winning a championship. 
OG, you know who, there's one NBA champion who got traded in that trade. You know who it was? Well, OG. Okay, so. I know, but, well, I don't want to get it on the Knicks here, but are you better than the Bucks? Are you better no. than the Celtics? Are you better than, like, you're you're still not better than them. You're no. better, but you're not better than those teams. Why but, are you better? What's the difference? You're no, the but, same. You're Spider-Man. Well, because R.J. You're, Barrett is not consistent. Right, and you're better because you have a better shooting OG on newbie, and you have a piece now when you play against the Giannis's, when you play against the Jason Tatum's, when the Jimmy Butler's, you have a guy to actually guard those guys. The Knicks were missing that. Yeah, I got to tell you, OG I blame, is... I blame Bogus here on this. You knew exactly what yeah. you were doing. No. <laughs> as soon as he said, uh, RJ Barrett happy to be going away from the Knicks. <laughs> like, he didn't go to a team that has how many wins? 13 I thought, on the season? I thought Julius Randle tells you everything you need to know about him wanting to be teammates with RJ Barrett. He was amazing yesterday. Well, yeah. I just thought it was, it was interesting. For a Tom Thibodeau coach team to get more boring and add another defensive player <laughs> is an incredible accomplishment. Bogish is diabolical with these updates. Sure. Uh, doing. Last one from me. It's now 2024, so it's an Olympic year. These summer games in Paris and NBC making an interesting hire for its primetime coverage. We're going to get Snoop. Snoop! Working alongside Mike Tirico and friends, providing reports on athletes and the culture around Paris. Now, I missed this, but the last time we had summer games, Snoop and Kevin Hart yeah. did a, like a daily show for Peacock. From Connecticut. And it was so well received. Really? That that's why Snoop gets this bigger role this time around. What about Kevin Hart? He's not He's not there? Can't speak for Kevin Hart. He's putting out seven movies a year. I don't know how. <laughs> Every time I turn on Netflix, there's a new Kevin Hart flick. Know, something about a plane being hijacked, I think, is the latest one. I mean, they need to get Snoop. And whenever they do the Olympic boxing, I need Snoop analysis. I mean, if you, I mean, he did the Jake Paul Nate Robinson fight. He was excellent, and he was outstanding. But the only thing is, is he literally has to be passing a blunt to the yeah. other people on the set because <laughs> that's what he was doing during that other. Boxing. Put him on the Olympic team. <laughs> I don't think he smokes I don't think he can pass the right? test. Didn't he like cut back? No, it was a commercial. For, that was a, yeah, that was a, that was a, a fire pit. A, yeah, fake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Bogus By the way, I was high probably watching it. <laughs> He's in Colorado. Bogus, <laughs> the Willie Nelson of our show is commenting on Colorado doing Snoop. that and other things. Well, you say you need more Snoop, by the way. Isn't Snoop already commentating on the Olympics and everything? The guy is literally talking on TV 24 hours. He's Right now, he's on TV talking about the college football. Play. What are you talking I didn't even know he already... Doesn't he already commentate on the Olympics and everything else there is? You're saying Snoop's a little overexposed? Snoop is a DJ Khaled of sports. He's oh, on camera all the time. Snoop. That is. Say he's the DJ Khaled. Well, DJ Khaled is at every Whatever, DJ Khaled is literally at every sporting event, even more than Drake. I mean, the guy is no Lil Wayne tops one. everyone. Lil Wayne, and he's doing some analysis too. I, yeah, he once wrote a letter about um, and did Wimbledon picks from prison. Yeah, and they were spot on. He I'm, loves sports. A lot of these rappers do. Yeah, I think people. Snoop might actually be the most. To Perlo's point, he might be the most well recognized rapper ever. Well, he's doing, he's he has a new movie driver. coming out where he's uh, about his coach. He's a kid's coach. Yeah, he that. coaches uh, youth football. He's actually coached which a lot of kids that play for SC and Oregon. I was going to say, doesn't he have a lot of Pittsburgh State? Well, uh, Juju he? was his yeah, guy. Juju, Juju played with guy. Yeah, he has, he's had a lot of uh, kids throughout his. And, uh, and Luther Campbell, obviously, yeah. very famous coach. Oh, yeah. Um, Who, is, is Snoop the most famous rapper? I think yes. Oh, uh, Who's yeah. stopping him? Dr. Only, Dre? Only Jay-Z. Jay-Z, Dre, Eminem. I think those are the Mount Rushmore. But I think Snoop's Snoop's been around longer than Eminem, not Dre. 
And Jay-Z, well, yeah, Jay-Z's pretty famous. Yeah, but Jay-Z, part, of his, appe- like part of his appeal Stewart, is that though. he's not in front of the camera all the time. That you actually might not see him and Beyonce for like three years. And then you're like, oh, now Jay-Z has dreads. Who knew that was going to happen? <laughs> Snoop is crossover in a way that it's unprecedented. Yeah. Exactly. I agree, yeah. So now he's going to be doing Olympic coverage. Lucky us. Awesome. Can't wait. What does Snoop have to say about Badman? Probably a lot, actually. <laughs> I wish it was the winter because I would love to see him do curling. <laughs> That would be, you'd have to be high to listen to We should add more people to the, to the Olympic coverage that are just out of the sports world. Yeah. It would just add more. It would help the ratings, I think. Do I mean, a Manning cast. Uh, yeah. I mean, get Tone Loke to uh, talk about swimming. <laughs> you know, be get him to call it. Yeah. He's got that good voice. Not me. Voice. Unless you're paying me to watch it, I'm not watching any of these people do anything for the Olympics. I'm out. Oh, oh, come on. No, I watch no it. Saturday Night Football, they throw those. Oh, no fun. Give me a break. It's the most commercialized crap of all The Olympics? Time. No all kidding. All. It's the worst <laughs> event in all of sports. What, I hate what it. If are you Tone kidding me? Lo- you don't know Tone the magic. Summer did. Olympics are crap. What if Tone Loke did a dive, was on the diving team, and, and was a part well, of Well, that I'd have to watch. Like, See? That's doing the funky Cole Medina. How could you watch Usain Bolt? Or yeah, Usain Bolt Phelps was awesome. Or Michael Phelps. Wait, you don't watch gymnastics? Crap. What about Michael Phelps? Oh, come on. I'll, I'll pretend to like it when when we need it for the radio ratings in July of 2024. I'll pretend <laughs> to like it. But I generally think the Olympics is stupid. What about the dancing gymnastics? What are they called? Rhythmic. That? Rhythmic. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, that one's that one's lame. Oh. Yeah. You don't think those floor exercises are cool? Actually, I do like the women's gymnastics. That, say, that's Simone awesome. Biles? What? Yeah. Cool. Simone Biles is awesome. Right. But generally, the Olympics, I mean, you, you're an Olympic fan, EJ? Are you a dude? Every What's going four, on here? Every four years. Every four years. So great athletes on the track and field. I love the hoops. America. I've been go. to two Olympics working as a production assistant. I cry every time. Olympics Play that awesome. anthem. Forget it. Heartless pro off. I know. 855-212-4CBS. A lot more to do, including you mentioned. We got a, some Cowboys updates for you. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. We will get to Cowboys news in just a little bit. But so far, crickets from the NFL on Carolina Panthers owner David Tepper. 
who is in a video that was taken on someone's cell phone, Perloff, where it looks like he throws a drink or whatever the contents of a cup in the face of a fan who may have been heckling him and his owner suite. Is that bad? That sounds bad. <laughs> that sounds that like wrong? the kind of owner behavior you do not want. And this is the NFL where almost anything goes from the owners. You have to really be abhorrent to catch the attention of any NFL fan. And again, like... Uh, the NFL, this is hard because how do you, you know, you got to do something to find the owner or whatever or be a little more transparent about this because it looks like impetuous, just awful behavior. So David Tepper came in uh, as really like a surefire owner. He was with the Steelers who are the the classiest, you know, not the classiest, but they're sort of Great the most professional franchise, and he's a successful hedge fund guy or whatever. Everyone thought this was going to be great. In fact, I think they gave him the Panthers, even though he wasn't the highest bidder. I think maybe Tillman Fertitta bid more, but they thought, oh, you know, he's the right kind of guy to own a team. He's going to be a class act. And it's been nothing, there's been nothing classy or good about this. They've made a mistake at every turn. Well, and it's been embarrassing on the field. If you look and you'll see, I mean, the games are sparsely attended and I get it. Why would you go to a Panther game right now? They've made bad decisions in football. I don't know how the general manager still has a job when it's been mistake after mistake. And now you have an owner who off the field, there's been issues with getting a new practice facility and things like that built. And then on top of it, now you've got this interaction and altercation with a fan. I mean, what else is left on the bingo card? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, they can't get any worse. Not having the number one, trading your first round pick and then giving that team the number one overall pick. I don't know. Has that happened before? It feels like the, the 80s Cleveland Cavaliers used to do that. But it, it's the worst thing you could possibly do. It's a very specific pull. Well, they had to change. You know, the NBA had to change the rule because yeah. the Cavs kept trading their first round exactly. pick. Exactly, yep. rule. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. This is. I can't think of any way this could go worse. Well, I mean, you've had things like Daniel Snyder, where people have been harassed, and obviously Jerry Richardson, where people who are harassed. So if you want to go on the bad scale, I guess that would be you know worse if we're comparing. But I mean, you're right about you know everyone thought here's a brilliant owner. Yeah. who's gotten to see how this great organization works in the Steelers. And instead, it's been revolving door of coaches, can't get the quarterback right, uh, could maybe be hurting Bryce Young in his future career. Who knows if Bryce Young's even going to be good. And now this, like, where's the NFL? If there's more to the story, give us more to the story because your owner looks like a lout. Yeah, I mean, to me, I just go back. You went into the season with Adam Thielen as your number one receiver for Bryce Young. What did you expect to happen? Awful. Anyway, we do have Cowboys news. We got more college football playoff semifinal fallout for you. It's going to be Michigan against Washington. Why we're all looking at the wrong thing when it comes to this matchup. Don't move. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.